cult podcast features adult themes and graphic descriptions of violence and is not recommended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Seriously. If you like our podcast, follow us on Instagram at Cult Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Cult Podcast Show for show updates. And please rate and review our show on iTunes. If you've been in a cult and you want to tell us about it, email us at cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And most importantly, enjoy the show. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. For the purposes of this podcast, we define a cult as organizations that rally behind an entity or leader who espouse beliefs outside the norm. Organizations that require monetary or physical sacrifices as a condition of membership. Organizations in which the doctrines followed by the leaders are different than that of the followers. Organization in which isolation is encouraged either by commune living or by a policy of disconnection from outside relationships. And organizations that actively recruit new members. All cults might have some or all of these traits. And as always, these these are are our opinions. Hey there, cult podcast listeners. Uh, This is just a quick apology. We have a lot of false starts in this episode. It's supposed (laughs) to be the source part two. Um, But because our home is on fire, not our physical, not like our house, but just like Los Angeles, we are going insane from smoke inhalation. And we, this is like tangent on tangent on tangent on tangent. So just know that that's what this episode is. And... This is Marie, and we will get to it, but not in this episode. (laughs) So listen, if you want to hear a bunch of fun bullshit, (laughs) fun, insane, nonsense ramblings of people who've been trapped inside houses to avoid smoke all week, but the houses that are also filled with smoke, correct? So many coughs. If you want to hear so many coughs. There's a lot of coughing. Our voices are not good right now. The most coughing. Yes. Surprisingly, the guy that smokes cigarettes is just fine. Yeah, you're fine. All of the- what you know the what? Fuck? I'm starting to feel like I should have smoked for how shitty my lungs are now. Like, yeah. I could have looked so much cooler for the past 10 years or so. Oh, well, the last four or five days has been completely just... What? We did it again. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay, guys, just listen. <laughs> And tune in on the next one to hear all about the Source Family Part 2. Okay, thanks. Bye. 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 Fire Madness. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. I'm Marie Bella. And it's Marie's week. Hey, guys. I have to cough. Apology in advance for how terrible our voices and probably coughs sound. Um, Everything around us is on fire. Our whole county's on fire. Yeah, and the county's below and above us. So it's just been a smoky sandwich that we didn't order. No. Reports are coming in. uh, This bitch is on fire. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, everybody stay safe in the fires. We, uh, I have a voice today, which is good. I did That's not good. have one yesterday. Mm. I blew my hairless nose, and <laughs> it was black. Everything oh that God. came out was black. All black everything. All black everything. My nose was murdered out. Um, <laughs> I didn't ask for that. <laughs> I, You know what? I think it's hilarious to think that even if you had, that would have happened. That, like, well, God was like, well, I gotta send this fire. Marie's noseless <laughs> I think I should have skipped this session because, you know, I know that nose hair has a purpose. Right. 
And the purpose is to block out ash. Right. Or or, or, or like germs. germs. Or like a lot of things. You know is it? I'll say it again. (laughs) I could have took the easy way out, but it was... No, just keep repeating it (laughs) until you get a response. I knows. I knows it. My favorite response to the fire was uh, it was kind of moving along one of the freeways towards my work. Mm -hmm. And I called my boss and I was like, hey, man. Uh, this fire's coming this way, and if it gets to this building, it, shit's gonna burn down. It's like a hundred-year-old tinderbox with no sprinklers, and he just said, we can only hope, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Christmas dread has set in. Yes, oh no shit. I got uh, fellow comedian Tony Bartoloni and I were in San Diego to <laughs> driving up in complete silence to which he broke it by going, hey, man, you think North Korea started these fires? What? <laughs> No. No, I do not. No, I don't think that at all. I've seen so many people online. They're like, it's intentional. I was like, yeah, someone intentionally flicked a cigarette butt out their window on the freeway like an asshole. Yeah. I was like, you notice how all the fires are next to freeways? Not rocket science, guys. Yeah. And what's crazy is I left Los Angeles to get away from fires and went to San Diego where there's fires. Mm. And I'm like, why is it that everywhere that I drive and throw my lit cigarette butts out, are there fires? Why does this... (laughs) I can't see the correlation. It's you. You know, we had the, <laughs> the whole drought, and then Armando drove all around flicking cigarette butts at people, and then That's this is him. what happens. Hey, book me in your state. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a drought state. I'll burn that I, mother we'll, down. We'll burn it all down. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, these fires suck, and yeah. we hope you're all staying safe. Yeah. And... <coughs> Are right. we going to cut out every cough? As, I mean, Probably. That's fun. It's a reality. That exi- I don't even feel like it's that big of a deal if we cough on this episode. Because it's just making it real for those who don't think it's real. <laughs> true, true. And um, don't silence my cough, my femphysema. Sorry. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Horrible. I'm so sorry. That was painful. <laughs> And delightful all at the same time. You know what was funny is it was a very educated joke. It but was. It's on I the, liked it. It's on the same level of I knows it. You know? <laughs> yes. Yes. It had a lot to it. That's yeah. a good point. Layers yeah. like an yes. onion. Many it also layers. stunk like an onion. <laughs> oh. Well, today we're talking about the dark side of the source family. Yes. Um. Our, my sources are Life in the Source Family blog, which is lifeinthesourcefamily.blogspot.com, the, hairpin, <laughs> the hairpin.com, culteducation.com, the fader.com, esoteric.msu.edu, witchcraftandwitches.com, yes. LA Weekly, Weekly, the New York Times, and Vice. Nice. Yes. I'm glad that we got a dot blog spot in there. I needed I'm to get that in. <laughs> well, that just means that it's that someone's live personal journal. dot blog spot. <laughs> yeah, there's only been like three dot blog spots I've gone to, and one of them was my mom and grandma's <laughs> old music blog. That's, that's just because you're hella young. Because yeah. when I was in college, we all had a dot blog oh, yeah. spot. Dot blog Did you hear what I said? That is true. My mother and grandmother's <laughs> yeah. music blog, The Speed of Darkness. Wait, oh. I'm sorry. No, I didn't hear the name speed of darkness what music what all types of music rock alt rock my grandma and mom they get to their like big thing crossovers that they're huge fans of radiohead um 
That's where they meet. That's where they intersect. <laughs> well, they love Radiohead, but they have a lot more in common. Grandma's way more into death metal, and my mom's into Morrissey, and then somehow my they mom, meet in the middle with Radiohead. My mom just went to go see Morrissey. Oh, shit. So you, oh you're right. And then my Wait, grandma... that's not the Mexican side of the family, though. No, that's the white side. What the fuck? Yeah, and then... And then How do you think she came racist. along the Mexican yeah, exactly. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, she showed up and she was like, hey, I like Morrissey. And they're like, maybe we're not so different after all. Exactly. <laughs> maybe we are one and the same. <laughs> and then my grandma just showed me this like Cuban rapper guy that talks about like vampires. And I was like, grandma, what? I'm Who not... the fuck is that? Yeah. It's... I need to listen to that right now. Yeah. She dug deep to find that one. Oh, yeah. She's real. They're very on to like what music is. Uh, they love music a lot. So. <laughs> Anyway, that's like a whole. I'm sorry. Tangent. All right. Dot blogspot. Dot witchcraft. Blogspot. Dot fruitjuice. Dot source. Dot. And one edu in there. Congrats. Hey, you know what? I go for legitimate sources here. But no, honestly, that blog is really interesting because it's from a former member. Right. So she's talking about her experiences, and I think it's pretty like intense. She's actually where I found most of the information. Hell yeah. Because they buried this shit. It is so hard to find dirt on the source family and James Baker. Like impossible so mm-hmm. um you know i'm thanks. not i'm not saying that the truth shouldn't oh, no, be no, no, told no. i'm just saying it's funny the truth couldn't afford its own domain name <laughs> 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 they couldn't spring for the go day dude Fair. they weren't paying them to work in the restaurant <laughs> yeah do you not remember right, two right. weeks it ago? ended it ended in severe poverty yes. and a handwriting yes. death so things didn't go well give her a blog spot break <laughs> yes She's really smart, though. You can tell. I'm sure she has a very good job. A lot of them got really good jobs after that. Yeah, like, I well, think, I, I mean, remember. Oh, that's right. I So I found on eBay a copy, like, of, like vinyl copy of one of their albums that I haven't right. listened to yet. Mm-hmm. That'll be an upcoming mini episode. That'll be good. Of Paige listening to this and being like, what the fuck did I spend $6 on? <laughs> How much was shipping? <laughs> um, Like $7. <laughs> Maybe we can get Speed of Darkness to cover the album. <laughs> there you go. That one's for you, Grandma. <laughs> so if you guys need a little refresher on who James Edward Baker is, he also went by Father Yod and Yehoa. Uh, there's more to him than that, though. He, he judo-chopped that guy in the neck he twice. He judo-chopped chopped two people to death. <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny in a show. I <laughs> But there's different there's differing accounts on what actually happened with that judo chop. One was like, well, he judo chopped him and shot him in the head. And the other right. was like, no, well, the other guy that he judo chopped, he judo chopped with a gun. So like, <laughs> that's, that's that's cheating. That ain't a judo that's chop. That's pistol whipping. Yeah, yeah. that's pistol whipping. About? That's also somebody uh, added us on Twitter and they were like, yeah, uh, judo chopping is not a thing. You know what? They might be right. I mean, like, no, I am full. I fully believe that someone online was like, he judo chopped people to death. Like, I'll go with that. Wait, so they were correcting us or? Um, here, hold on. Let me find I didn't it. see it. Let me find it. It was on Twitter. I'm calling she it was now. A, she was a martial artist. Never mind. Okay. Backing out of the joke. <laughs> I was going to say things that I changed my yeah, mind yeah, on yeah, as well. Yeah. We might cut this. Yeah, well, let's. Yeah, just cut the part where I almost made fun of a person who could definitely kick my ass. Oh, for real, she could. Yeah. Also, the fact the part where it sounds like I was about to sass them <laughs> mightily and then was like, she was actually, yeah, maybe they're right. <laughs> she was nice about it. Okay, well, still. No, it was... <laughs> oh, just kidding. Fuck. Okay. 
Here's what I don't care about. Oh, here we go. Corrections. <laughs> uh, at Cult Podcast. This is from uh, Laura at Laura Lou for AU89. So I'm guessing she's from Australia. I'm loving all the martial arts refs. I train in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and can confirm that we do not do karate chops to the neck. And while we are all cobras on the mat, we're all pretty cool and would never hurt anyone. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. Right. Uh, I thought it was going to be a lot like snarkier so, than that. No, I think it's more like he was breaking jujitsu code. Right. To, yeah, that's to, how I took that. Chop okay, to so cut everything that came before this yeah. moment. <laughs> I was preparing to like make some toilets going mm-hmm. backwards jokes. Like I was really <laughs> like I was digging let's, deep. Let's yeah, see what they want to do. This? Let's do this. In Australia, this. they judo chop on the opposite side. <laughs> <laughs> that is, ba- yeah, that's essentially. <laughs> So James Edward Baker, there's a lot of James Edward Bakers, by the way, and most of them are dead because there's a lot of obituaries Mm. um, and or have criminal records. So don't name your kid James Edward Baker. Bad bad juju. Yeah. Bad luck. Um, But this particular James Edward Baker was born on July 4th, 1922 in Cincinnati, Ohio. He was a Silver Star Marine veteran from World War II. He abandoned his first wife and daughter in the 50s to ride L.A. on a motorcycle and audition for Tarzan. Now, that is <laughs> the worst type of person. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Oh. Why is what? They, he's oh, living my best man. life. <laughs> this sounds like uh, for a while when I first got to L.A., uh, I had like... When you first get to L.A., you always have a crazy job because you're just like, it's what I found on Craigslist. And my roommate and I shared a job where we would pick up a rich lady's mail. Oh, yeah. And then tell op- that. open all of it, scan it, and then email it to her. Apparently, when you're rich, you can do that. And she had, like, divorced her husband to marry a guy who was like, I'm just going to be a stuntman now. Oh, God, just, like, those stuntmen are the worst. He just, like, bought a helicopter out of fucking nowhere. So we were having to, like, email them tax documents about his helicopter and then also tax documents about his bankruptcy. It was real yeah, sad. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing about a lot of people in this town, I feel like. Yeah, oh, I feel like a lot of people come here with no plan. and they're Zero. Just, like, yeah, they don't think it out and be like, well, I could just, you know, fax rich people their mail. Instead, they're like, I'm going helicopter. Well, not only that, but they get their first check from whatever gig they get. And right. then blow that immediately on something fucking dumb like a helicopter. Uh, he had residuals for... Fuck, I don't remember what movie it was. I probably can't say because I'd probably reveal who it was. It was something crazy. Like, I want to say it was like Ghost Rider 2. Oh, but that I, that sounds too late. Knight Rider? Year-wise. <laughs> no, it was more recent than that. It was? Oh, like, like I, I, it was probably like Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift or something oh, like that. Oh, fuck. Probably, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, so anyway, he's the worst type of person. Um, I full-heartedly disagree with he you. He left his family. He abandoned them. He left his family to do what? Audition for Tarzan. But here, no, here's the thing, though. Audition. Audition. Yeah. Audition. He didn't have no. the role. Are they talking about the Disney Tarzan? I mean, it That's was 19... 19- no, th- this was like 1960. This yeah. was a way... Yeah. So I'm too young. This wasn't the Brendan Fraser Tarzan. Yeah. <laughs> you mean George of the Jungle? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Same shit, different monkey. <laughs> I mean, like, you're not 100% wrong. You know? Um, wow. Same shit, different monkey. Oh, Let no. me tell you something. As a film major... <laughs> Looks the I same got seized. to me. 
That was the one film classes were the Actually, one things I got like. That's what I got A's in. I did great. Math, not so fucking much. Fuck no. <laughs> I failed stats and had to get um, tutored. Anyway, in college. Embarrassing. But film I actually did great in, but I did great in my my screenwriting classes and mm. classes that weren't really about knowing that much about films. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Film 85C. Uh <laughs> We're just going to be licking these Pop-Tarts and seeing what happens. And you're like, I've got an A. <laughs> Nailing it. Oh, my God. No, was not 85C the good one? I well, liked I 85C. Like no, you know which one was fucking... I wanted to slip B. my wrists in every History time. Of broadcasting. No. Oh. The silent era? The three fucking part class... Of films in the silent era. I took Camp Cult and Trash Cinema instead. See, that would have been much better. I took the silent yeah. era, and that was so stupid. And I remember, I mean, it was great, you know, for people that like it. I'm not one <laughs> of those like, people. like, it's great, you know, for people who can't hear. But for, It like, was those so who can't. boring. But we used to, um, or I didn't, but someone used to bring a 12-pack to every, uh, every time we had to do the screenings. And we'd just sit back there. I didn't partake. Uh, I just remember... I'd like to, 100% for I the did. rest of the audience members that don't know what's going on, uh, I'd just like to translate. They're a fucking nerd. Nerd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Went to college um, like some fucking nerds. I just remember, I remember in like, it must have been 85A, I think, where it's just like intro to film, where it's just like a yeah, little bit of everything. Was. Yeah. And we watched A Tale of Two Sisters. Was that the Japanese horror film? The, it's a Korean horror film. Yeah. Oh, South fuck. And it's fucking terrifying. And we had those desks. I look where, like such like, a cock now. <laughs> the tables just kind of like fold up over and then yeah, they yeah, fold yeah. back. So I had my laptop on one. And then the girl next to me had literally like descended into her sweatshirt as if it was the sunken place. Just like mm-hmm. cocooned into it. And I freaked out and jumped at one of the jump scares and like kicked the desk and it launched my laptop into that girl's face <gasps> and she didn't see it because she had her sweatshirt on so she literally just hears everyone in the room scream and then something hits her in the face <laughs> so she screamed bloody murder and then I caught my laptop and it landed back down on the desk as if nothing had happened and she came out of her sweatshirt she was like holy shit what just happened and I was like bitch I don't know and then just kept watching the movie so if you were that girl that I accidentally hit in the face with one of those old ass heavy MacBook Pros, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, those things were bricks. <laughs> yes. You hit her in the face with a fucking anvil. It weighs like 25 pounds. Oh, God. And it had Final Cut Pro on it. Just like. Oh, wow. Cracking somebody in the face with it. Woo. I like that you threw in Final Cut like the files added weight. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I don't know if you know, but that was like six discs. <laughs> you just had right. to carry with you, you know at what? all times. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I <laughs> I'll save my kicking a child in the face story for another podcast episode. Wait, what? Is this kind of you? Well, wait. it wasn't like me personally, um, but I witnessed it and I laughed and I was. Removed. Wait, was this at Disneyland? No, this oh, okay. this was a cheer camp. Oh, okay, I was gonna say I was like, were you with us on that ca- that sorority trip to Disneyland where we saw a a kid get kicked in the face, and then I everyone thought I laughed at a girl in a wheelchair, but that's not really what happened. <laughs> um, that is what happened. No, I'm just kidding. 
Well, I mean, it is, but it isn't. So, oh, yeah. like, we were in line for Indiana Jones, and they were going through the exit. She was in a wheelchair. And the trash cans at Indiana Jones are all cement. They don't move. Yeah. And her dad wasn't paying attention. And he, and she just had, like, a broken leg. She wasn't, like, permanently right. in a wheelchair. Her dad wasn't paying attention. Drove the wheelchair right into the trash can. She flew forward out of the wheelchair, <laughs> smacked her head on the top of the trash can, and then fell right back into place. And I lost my mind laughing. It was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. And no one else saw it. It was like it was like Alex and Kim and Melody and Stephanie, and they all just like turned and looked at what I was apparently laughing at, and all they saw was a poor girl in a wheelchair crying. And they were like, Paige, you are an asshole. <laughs> and then like literally later that same day, we were coming off Pirates of the Caribbean that has those swinging doors. Mm-hmm. And a lady had her like smaller child behind her. <laughs> and the I door just happening. like swung back and knocked that kid like four feet. And he was fine. But she literally, instead of being like, oh my God, are you okay? She turned around and she was just like, Clark, quit fucking around. And then just like kept going. I, it was one of the best times I've ever had at Disneyland. I was in <laughs> hog heaven. Okay, then I will tell mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who'd you kick in the face? I did it. So, <laughs> senior year, I was in, uh, I was a cheerleader, and it was not a good thing. This was not, like, the cool, hot cheerleading squad. This was, like, the sad cheerleading squad that, like was my only shot at ever being a cheerleader. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I feel you. So, like, we were not bringing well, it on. you went to all-girl school, didn't you? That, no, I did, but okay. then I transferred. Okay. Yeah. So we used to do a cheerleading camp for little kids in the summer where they we would have little kids, we would teach them a cheer, you'd have, like, your little buddy assigned for the day, and they you'd teach them a couple things, and they would do a little, like, presentation for their parents at the end. So... Me and my little buddy go up. We do our thing. It's fine. <laughs> um, my friend goes up with her little buddy. And she's like, ready? Okay. And the little girl was supposed to be next to her, but she was just a little bit in front of her. No. And she, my friend kicks to like kick her leg up high and kicks this little kid right in the face. She goes flying oh and I laughed. She was fine too. Like the little girl was yeah, totally yeah. fine, but flew so fucking far and pops back up and like jumps back into the cheer like nothing no, fucking happened. <laughs> I have never <laughs> laughed harder. Fuck. <laughs> and my coach has asked me to leave. Uh, like, for the rest of the day. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this reminds me of, like, like, and this is very timely because this will air close to Christmas. Um, my parents' church back home does, like, a huge... Christmas production thing with like live animals and the whole shebang. You know, PETA fights that. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they do. There's many churches that do it. I think it's so funny. Um, here's the best part: if you have if you have the chance to go see a Christmas show with live animals in it, you've got like they a, shit on the stage. Yes, like a one in five <laughs> chance. Uh, and one time the donkey just took like a wicked dump <laughs> in the middle of the stage. And then one of the, like, soloists did not notice and stepped right into it (laughs) (laughs) mid-solo. And then 
tracked it across the stage. Gross. In the same performance, we're sitting and there was like a lady across the aisle from us and she had like her toddler daughter like on her lap, kind of holding onto her shoulders. And the toddler just like pulled back and sneezed directly <laughs> into that lady's face. I hate when that happens. And like the lady's holding her so there's no way she could like cover up or yeah. like block it. And I laughed for a full hour. <laughs> Just like I could not stop laughing. In 1963, James Edward Baker was convicted of murdering Jean Ingram's husband by may or may not have been judo chopping <laughs> him in the neck and shooting him. Gotcha. Uh, after that, judo chopping him with a gun. Yeah, I yeah. feel like a lot of these deaths aren't really judo chop related, but mainly <laughs> bullet wounds. <laughs> Yeah, I no, think for sure to, they're bullet wound related. Let's call it pistol chopping. Yeah. It is pistol chopping. It's not chopping. really a pistol whip. It's like a pistol chop. When I was a child, one of my top five fears was being pistol whipped. Another what was the being fuck curb- was your childhood like? <laughs> Another was being curb stomped. I grew up in a what lovely home. Fuck? I grew up in a lovely fuck, home. Look, look, I watched a lot of intense movies as a child that exposed me to it things. It sounds like you just watched American I History mean, X. That's basically <laughs> what happened. I feel like I did not know what curb stomping was until about high school. Oh, no, I was terrified. Hi, my name is Marie, and I'm afraid of the dark and also police brutality. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Wait, pistol whip? What, were you just watching Goodfellas over and over again? I don't know. I watched Casino. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There was a homeless guy on my way to work. Did you uh, pistol whip him? <laughs> no, well, I worked at the Grove, and he, instead of just, like, asking for a dollar, he'd always, like, tell pistol you, a, you? like, sorry. a fact or an opinion, and then ask you for a dollar. So he'd be like, man, I think Kevin Costner's Waterworld was kind of underrated. Can I have a dollar? And one of them was, Casino the movie ain't that bad. Can I have a dollar? <laughs> so anytime I hear about Casino the movie, I think of that dude. Yo, Waterworld, extremely underrated. No, Waterworld right? is terrible. Underrated. Great movie. <laughs> I love Mad Max, but my problem is always like there's not enough water <laughs> in this world. That's like the whole point of Mad Max is that there's not water. Oh my God. We're all fire crazy. <laughs> We've I think all lost our minds. I need to tell you guys about the worst movie I've ever seen, and I watched it last night. Was it The Room? No, I need to find it. Hold on. I just saw Jack Frost, by the way. Just throwing that <laughs> wait, out there. Wait, wait, like not, recently? No, 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 no. Not, not the Keaton flick. Oh, uh, oh okay. I saw the horror movie, oh, Jack Frost. Even better. That's where, yeah. impressive. I mean, the Keaton one's worse, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I had to show my no, boyfriend The Room for the first time. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> you've never I, seen it. I don't know if this is on record, but I slept. Uh, I slept over at Paige's house. Oh, that's right. And saw the room just laying out, and then I was like, "Huh, I wonder if they watched it." And went on Facebook, and Jake had just uh, whoops. Uh, somebody had just. Uh, I think done, I've said Jake. Yeah, Jake. You have. Jake yeah. did the uh, Facebook post that was just like, "Okay, the room, WTF." <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, it, was, it was really fun that I could see things around the apartment and then look on Facebook and be like, see the correlating dots. One movie you should all see but not see, and then we can go back to the point of this podcast. Right. It's called The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. What? It's with Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 
Um, I'll read you the quick IMDb on it. To the Los Angeles elite, Ford Fairlane, Andrew Dice Clay, is known as Mr. Rock and Roll Detective. What? This loudmouth ladies man serves as an exclusive rock star clientele who depends on his keen eye and smug discretion. So when a heavy metal musician dies mid-concert, Fairlane is on the case before the lights come up. But things turn shocking when radio personality Johnny Crunch, Gilbert Gottfried, Johnny Crunch? hires Fairlane to find a missing groupie mere hours before he's electric live on air what the fuck this is what i watched last night wait why did you watch this last night guys look there's a fire (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what's happening anymore oh nothing is certain anymore i know somebody who knows dice and every once in a while they'll just like dice will be a part of their day and as they're just telling the story i like get kernels of the kind of person that dice is and it's always hilarious he's the kind of person that makes the adventures of ford fairlane or whatever the fuck that movie was called one time he tried to lend my friend a leather jacket it was like a whole thing tried to lend it like it like insisted on lending them a jacket they didn't ask for yes um and Here's the thing about Dice. Dice is like a big dude. Right. Like, not fat, but just no, like, but like yeah. tall. He's a huge ass dude. So he tried to put, uh, he was like, no, wear one of my leathers and like put it on my friend who is not a huge dude. And he literally, he was like, I was swimming in the jacket and it wore, it weighed like 20 pounds. Just like, he's like, I could not move in the jacket. Why was he just forcing it on him? Um, He, he thinks it looks really cool, not just for him, but for everybody. On others. So he, yeah. he likes to see others in it right. as well. He also is like a surprisingly like really nice dude. But I'm sure like, he is. The funny stories are my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> the ones where it's like, wear this leather jacket. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, sure, whatever you say. I yeah. guess sometimes I'll wear it. with jackets, you just got to roll the dice. <laughs> oh. yeah. Also, just as a, this is the perfect, from what you said, uh, Roger Ebert Roger Ebert gave uh, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane one out of four. And the first <laughs> sentence is, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane is a movie about a hero I didn't like, chasing <laughs> villains I didn't hate, and a plot I didn't understand. <laughs> Roasted it in one sentence. Could not be more accurate. Oh shit! That's perfect. Anyway, you guys need to watch it Um, (laughs) or don't. No, you need to look. I don't even drink, and I watched this thing. I need people to drink and or do drugs and watch this, and then tell me what happened in their experience. On it. I got you. I got you, fam. I got you. And then that gives you a little glimpse into what I do in my downtime. And it's a sad, it's a sad (laughs) glimpse. (laughs) Okay. Back to the point of this show. I am a cult leader. Just kidding. But he killed some people. Okay. Married and left a second wife, Elaine, with her three kids. Oh, their three kids. They had kids. He left her too. Oh, geez. Was this before or after Tarzan? After. Okay. He married and left a Samoan tribal chief's daughter who he cured through food. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she was sick. I didn't. These explain. are recaps? Or, I don't remember. This is just to tell you, like, bits and pieces of, of, of what he was before he was this godlike figure that people worshipped. I think you mean how he became the godlike where, figure where that I worship. Where did he find a Samoan tribal chieftain's daughter <laughs> in Los Angeles? Well, where don't you find a Samoan tribal chieftain? I was like, we're nowhere chieftain. near French Samoa. <laughs> 
Um, he robbed between two and eleven banks to pay for his restaurant endeavors. Right, we covered that last. Yeah, between two and between eleven. Between two and it's eleven. Unclear. That's... And let me tell you, these facts are hard to prove. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a not a lot of information out there on this. There's, a, I mean, here's the thing: two is enough. Right. <laughs> like eleven is crazy, but two is still bad. Right. I feel like if I'm robbing that many banks, I'd round round number. You know, I'd really. Just... Well, you can't rob half a bank. That's fair. <laughs> Do you mean even numbers versus odd numbers? No, yeah. What did I say? You said round numbers. <laughs> so, yeah, well, as nice if you... round number, like a 5, 10, you know. <laughs> oh, you know okay, okay. Do you ever have a flashback of, like, what you thought of either right as you were falling asleep or, like, of a dream you had? Yes. I came up with a brilliant bank robbery plan, and now, and, like, when we were talking about this just now, mm. when we were talking about this just now, I remembered it, but uh-huh. I... I can't remember, but I had a really good idea. That happened to me with roast jokes the other day where I had like a dream that I had written the perfect roast joke oh, for the man. girl I'm battling in like a week. And then I woke up and I was like, got it. And then just remembered none of it. Damn <laughs> so I was it. really mad. I mean, I wouldn't do this bank robbery, so it's fine. But like, I would. it was a good idea. Two to 11 times, I would. Two to 11. <laughs> I mean, I think the Joker in uh, Dark Knight Rises, that's probably the best bank robbery plan I've seen. Really? Because I don't know if you know this or not, but it's like mad easy to rob banks. It's I don't want to. Yeah, it happens all the time. Mm. Really? Yeah. It happened to the one here across the street not the that fu- long ago. I thought people didn't. I saw something on the news the other day where they're like, people don't rob banks anymore. It's just not. Nah, they don't like, go for the, the thing. They rob the teller because you only get like 1500 Right. It's mad easy to get away with bank you robbery. Know, mem- Maybe cut this out. Maybe cut out no, the part where This I, is staying in. Right. We're <laughs> not knows, friends. Well, I'll just bleep, I'll bleep his name. Um, I was yeah. in a Quiznos one time as it was being robbed. That's scary. It, well, it was it was almost. What scary. did they want? Sandwich meat. <laughs> well, the guy was like, "Empty the register and give me the sandwich." So, well, the, yeah, I would order a sandwich first. He did. Good. So the guy had ordered a sandwich and then tried to rob the place, and then was like, "No, no, no! I want the sandwich." So the toasted guy, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> so the guy went back into the rest of the Quiznos continued to make the sandwich. That is a made sandwich Made the whole artist. sandwich, toasted it, and then handed it to the guy. And then the guy, and the guy, like, didn't threaten me at all. Was just like, thanks, you're up. And just, like, walked out with money and a sandwich. And I was like, uh, can I get, like, a large classic Italian? And the guy was like, I have to call the cops. And I was like, no, you, you should have called the cops, yeah. like, while you were making that damn sandwich. Yeah. Can I get a classic Italian? And just, like, 10 or maybe 15 bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what What do you got left? Yeah. Some fives? I'll take whatever you've got. So here's the problem. All I have is a 20, and I know you don't have change. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just like, so you can only take credit cards right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see. That's the thing is that like I've often th- I often think about like doing stuff like that. Never would ever. But if I did, I'd take all the goddamn cookies too. Like I oh, would. Yeah, yeah well, I know. Right crazy. There. Yeah. Hey, put the put all them in a bag. You can have one. You can have one <laughs> on me. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell, but you have one. I take everything else. Well, here's here's what I want to know because like at, I I work in a customer service capacity. And at a certain point, I'm not going to stop you because nothing in the store is worth me dying. Yeah. Nothing. So, like, at what point 
are they just not going to stop you? And I don't mean like money wise. I mean like stuff wise. Mm. Like if you just walked in with a bag, tipped that cookie display into it and walked out, the fuck's going to happen? Who are they going to call? <laughs> like they're not even going to call the cops on that one. You can't monetize cookies. That's this, true. This might this might lead in, in into some of the stuff that we'll be talking about later in this episode. But the humanity is all based around a social, invisible, unspoken contract that we're all supposed to act a certain way. And if you go against that, people don't know what to do. No, for real, they don't know what to do. You can do, because there's like stuff like that, even it breaks the norm. But I do, like the other day, I was at a concert with Tony. We had just smoked weed. And uh, so the guy that patted us down, he went, oh, y'all smell good, and walked away, and I very loudly went, oh, boy, I think that guy thinks we smoked weed, or I think I think that guy knows we just smoked weed. Like, everyone didn't know what, <laughs> they just started laughing because they didn't know how to handle it, but if you just break stuff in, in regular, they don't, people freak out. Well, it's like, at work, I had to literally learn to not feel bad about mm-hmm. catching people shoplifting. Yeah. You have to literally break yourself of it, because at a certain point... Like, sales associates let people go all the time just because they don't know how to ask someone if they've stolen something. Yeah. Oh, I did this shit all the time. That was the one thing I was good at. This is... Just cut this out and put it in the retail show. Here's what I'm thinking is that I'm I'm thinking I might just cut this into two episodes and one will just be called Fire Madness. (laughs) That's a good idea because this is not going anywhere. Yeah. sorry. No, No, it's okay. It's not your fault. We'll do like a second episode where I actually tell you what happened. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This can be fire madness. Yeah. yeah. This fire could be madness. our like essentially our mini episode. Yeah. Fire madness. Fire madness. Twenty seventeen. Uh I chased a bitch into Neiman Marcus. Hell yeah. <laughs> that shoplifting from me. <laughs> Bet what? Yeah. I mean, we were very much instructed never to chase a shoplifter. No, yeah. you never you never no. chase. You let them I was away. No, the but opposite. I, Family but, owned store. They were like, yeah, hey, you, you catch them. Catch them. Well, I had every intention of catching her. Yeah. Um I was furious. More, I was just pissed. Yeah. Because she thought I was stupid enough to not figure out what was going on. Right. So, like, the second she, I, like, realized what was happening, then she walked out the door, and I was like, hey! And then she took off running. Wait, I know the story you worked at. You chased her across that courtyard? Yes, I did. Damn! Yes, bitch. I did. There's a fountain! <laughs> I know. I hopped over it. I, like, ran up on it and jumped off of it. And, <laughs> and I was screaming, go back here, you bitch! You're still, like, screaming. It was... Oh, shit. So such a like a very fancy place yeah. <laughs> like it's a beautiful place mm-hmm. um it it wasn't well received by the patrons oh really um until they realized why i was chasing her and screaming and then yeah. they were like get her <laughs> <laughs> all those ladies were like yes <laughs> um but yeah, I ran into Neiman Marcus and like chased her in there, and then I like grabbed the security guy. I'm like, she's a thief, and then it was like a lynch mob of <laughs> bougie store clerks. My favorite. Chasing her down. She didn't. Know, she didn't. Know, she could not have figured that would go. That no, way. no. I was like, I'm gonna walk into the no. store. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna take the shit. Yeah. I'm gonna run. If she chases after, I'm gonna just get out. And then there's a mob. <laughs> there's a mob. 
of frozen faced women with Louboutins coming after her. (laughs) Retail. Retail. It's just a cult. You started a cult. I remember I worked at Aeropostal like way back in the day. Mm -hmm. So like right after high school. Yeah. And uh, I... I think the girl got away with it because I honestly did not know how to react. Like, I didn't think anyone would be that ballsy, which is like, now I would have fucking, like, clotheslined that bitch. But, like, <laughs> but, but at 19, I was just like, the fuck? So this girl tried stuff on in the fitting room, and I was working fitting room, and I was like, can I get you a different size? Is everything okay? And she's like, no, you know what? I'm good. And she has them all on hangers. And then she walked as if she was walking back to the cash register, just walked right past it, out the fucking door. (gasps) Gone. Gone forever. And literally me and two other employees watched it happen. And we were just like, well, I guess she wins then. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Not chasing that bitch. It's so, it's just the feeling of being like violated in a way. Just like. Well, once you been at it a while especially if you get into management then it starts to piss you the fuck that's the thing it made me so angry yeah because you're like i try so hard to keep this goddamn display nice like blood yes yeah i worked i worked at a family-owned retail store right on the beach in oceanside like right next to the pier so we had like we had vagrants, we had homeless people coming in. Um, we had people that would come in. The tourists are the worst, by far. Oh, the worst. Yeah. tourists are people because they think their thought process is: I go in there, I steal. I'll never have to be back. Here yeah, again. I get on a plane. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> For the most part, the homeless people actually the most respectful. I, oh, it's the fourteen-year-old girls you have to watch yes, out for. Yeah, no, I I don't think I've ever had a homeless guy steal stuff. I did have a homeless guy jerk off while touching stickers. In my store. Oh, no, that was Harvey Weinstein. (laughs) (laughs) We had like, he was clearly, he was like not with us Mm. on this plane. He was with the stickers. Well, so we had like a kit to make your own gin, which by the way, don't fucking gin or jizz because he was using it for. Yeah. He just read it wrong. It's fine. Right. Um, But yeah, buy gin. Don't make gin. (laughs) Buy it. Um, So he opened it. And there were stickers so you could make like your own labels for the bottles in it. And he was just like fondling the stickers like, oh, oh, and then just like reached down into his basketball shorts and just Did he think they were nipples? I don't know. (laughs) I honestly don't. And he was just like, like just full tilt out of his mind. And I called like we have like a neighborhood watch. So I called them because I was like, I don't think this is cop worthy. But could you like... I don't know, just, like, nudge this dude out of my store. Like, and they showed, he lit, took them, like, ten minutes. He, the whole time, didn't, didn't, like, just jerking full tilt. You didn't call the cops when there was a man masturbating in your store? Um, I mean, it would have taken them longer to get there. I called the cops when there was a bird in my store. <laughs> I was going to say, as soon as something goes wrong, I run out. The thing is, okay, when we were at that store, if somebody stole something and they ran, the plan was Armando chases Jimmy call the cops. We would just yeah. uh, call the cops and then I would run after people. And then it was, it was great. The best story is we had this lady come in, this lady and this guy, and uh, they had taken like $80 worth of stuff, maybe. Put it mm. in a backpack. $80 at our store is a fuck lot of money because yeah. or of stuff because yeah. everything's yeah. so cheap yeah 
That's the thing. That's why the homeless people didn't steal is because her shirt or a jacket is like four dollars. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so she steals it. She goes across. Like the lady leaves. And then my boss realizes what happens. Checks his security tape. Just walks out. Goes yeah. and finds them at a nearby Mexican restaurant <laughs> and just picks up the backpack and stole it. <laughs> stole it. <laughs> stole back. it back. And then brought it back and dumped out all our stuff. And then found stuff from other stores. Oh, shit. And then so we called the other stores in the area. And then once somebody found that, like, saw them in the store, they called. And then everyone just walked over there and, like, just trapped this couple. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's exactly what yeah. we were talking about. Just, but it's not, it's not, like, other retail workers... It's like the owners of these family-owned right. places that had gotten uh, stolen like from, blood, sweat, and, tears. and they were like, yeah. "We'll fucking kill you. Yeah. We'll get you before the cops come." Yeah. We got fifteen, and so it was just crazy. Yeah, and so that lady tried to like call in and be like, "I'm gonna sue you guys. I want my stuff back because like like we get we kept the backpack. <laughs> like we're gonna sue." And she, my boss got the phone, and she's like, "Come in." Get your stuff. <laughs> See what happens. They never See do. See what happens. They never do. I like your And she boss. was like, I want my stuff back. And she was like, then fucking come get it. I love oh. that. Yeah. She's <laughs> so badass. Do you guys see those two ass clowns on the news that stole someone's credit card and then went skydiving twice <laughs> and got a video made of it? And they're like smiling. They have their skydiving video. And it's like, they're on fucking video. <laughs> And they're like, anyway, if anyone knows these fucking morons, please call the cops. Like, I love it. You guys need to do better. Like, I'm talking to the people that stole the credit cards and then made a video. Like, you're dumb. We we caught people who were doing credit card fraud in our store um, in part because they, well, what they would do is they come buy really expensive shit with fraudulent credit cards and then they resell it. So they like, right, get it for free. Yeah, yeah. And they try and buy gift cards and stuff and, like, sell the gift mm-hmm. cards back. It's a whole thing. So, we... This guy came in. None of his fake cards worked. And I was like, bitch, your cards is fake. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> so, he leaves. He was going to send his accomplice in to pick it up. And he did not tell her that he didn't get the <gasps> stuff. So, Ooh. she came in. She was like, I'm picking up a thing for blah, blah, blah. And we were like, yeah, we have it in the back. Wait right here. And then called the cops. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she waited... 20 minutes for the cops. I was like, the second we didn't have it right for you. Oh, yeah. She should have bailed. Bail out. Yeah. So I had to go to trial. Oh. I showed up at court. Me and my uh, sales associate who had like helped me run interference or whatever. And we were like, we're here to testify. And they were like, oh, she pled out. Uh, We forgot to tell you, you didn't need to come in today. No! Yeah, I was so bummed. Like, I have been waiting for this my entire life. so, so bummed. But my favorite thing is to let people return stuff and return it to a gift card and then void the gift card after they leave. So now I have the shit back and you have no money. That's good. Suck it. Yeah. This should all be on my retail podcast that yes. we're going to launch eventually. Yeah. I was going to say, I forgot that we just both or all three of us have worked retail and hate everything about <laughs> it. It really breaks you. It really just, it pushes you to the, that's why I realized that weird like thing that I was talking about is because we just, every day I worked at a beach where people are like on meth a lot and they'll, <laughs> they'll walk into your store and say like one guy rode a bike. 
around, like, from the side, rode in and just rode around. Didn't knock anything over, <laughs> by the way. Master bike, not wearing anything like this. And then with one hand, he starts grabbing the steering, like, bar, the handlebars. Is completely maneuvering with the other hand, reaches Steely into hit. his backpack, pulls out like a, a like the little bottles of, of alcohol of oh, vodka, yeah, yeah. opens two of them with one hand, drinks the first <laughs> one, switches, drinks the second one, and then just saluted somebody, and then with no hands, rode the bike out and left. What the fuck? And it was the he. We saw him all the time, but he was just like, "What do? What the fuck, man?" <laughs> It just happened, and like everyone in the store was like, "What?" It was thirty second span at the most. That's impressive. That is impressive. It's very impressive. I miss Vine. Mm -hmm. I was never super into it, but my sister was hella into it. It was more her her generation than ours. Yeah, she used to make vines with my dad all the time. That's awesome. Yeah, she and my I think two different reactions. No, because I know her sister, and I know like yeah, I feel like they're their interaction would be really good. Mm. I think one of the best ones was she she shot video of my dad just sitting on the couch watching Nick Cannon's drumline. (laughs) (laughs) And just like the look on my dad's face of just like pure joy. My dad loves the movie drumline. I don't understand it. My grandpa's favorite movie is old school. He's 86. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta do this. I gotta I gotta do this. Um Friend my dad on Instagram, you should. Roger Ebert gave the movie Drumline <laughs> three out of four stars. No, shut the fuck up. When the herf, when when the first half is over, the show begins. You know what? Having seen Drumline a number of times, as because my dad likes it, uh, I'd agree. Yeah. The second half of that movie is where it actually gets decent. He really likes this movie. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, the last 20 minutes is just drumming. Oh, yeah. Of just like drumming on our drums and then drumming on your drums and then throwing a drumstick at you. And then at a certain point, you're like, how many goddamn drumsticks do they have? <laughs> they've line. like dropped some and then they've thrown some and then they've spun multiples and you're just like, are your pockets just Full of drumsticks? Yes. Yeah. I guess. I guess. That explains it. But yeah. Call them KFC because they got all the drumsticks. <laughs> just a bucket of drumsticks. I'm so sorry. And then like one kid messes up and has just like a KFC bucket and was like, oh, I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't think we were playing today. I'm so glad. a bucket of drumsticks. I'm so glad we can blame all these riffs on the fire. <laughs> yeah, it was just fire madness. Yeah, that's fire true. Madness. That's kind of like, I feel like Drumline is the same kind of movie as Step Up. Mm. Yes, they are very similar in nature. Yeah, like a very like high school, college age, you're good at a weird performing art movie. And there's like so many of those. There's a lot of those movies. There's a lot of them. <laughs> and none of them are as good as Magic Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> I saw, I saw um, Gabriel Iglesias' cooking show. He's hanging out. It's like him basically hanging out. Not cooking show. It's like a travel show where they eat at places. Oh, okay. He's hanging out with his friends who are like, you know, all like they're Hispanic dudes. And they're, they went to this place. And uh, I feel like this is a glimpse into what they're really like. 
Because they shit on him for like, oh, they're like, oh, what are you going to do? Like, do this, ma- like, use your magic mic skills or whatever. Because there's like a stripper pole. He's like, what are you going to do? Use your magic mic skills. And he straight up went, yo, I was in that movie and I'm still making money off of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even have to take my shirt off, all right? No one would have wanted him to. That was, yeah, that was his response, though. It was just a very genuine, like, oh, oh what was that? I yeah. can't hear you over my <laughs> royalty what, checks. What was that? I'm paying for this meal what what oh no they were they were they went to uh pole dancing class because they were like it's gonna be easy if women do it it's hard as fuck i i took a pole dancing class class once and gravity was just like nah (laughs) (laughs) like this is not for you yeah don't fly too close to the sun yeah i took a dance class and my body was like no (laughs) i remember that day because you got here and you were just like good lord i am you were so stressed out I hated it. Yeah, I know. I was, yeah, I hate it. I hate it. I hate dancing. My body doesn't want to do any of those things. <laughs> and, I, like, it was just so infuriating how the the instructor was like, all right, so how we're going to do it is we're going to go, bop, bop, bop. And then I was like, no boom, one boom, can cack, do that. Boom, cack. Yeah. I was just like, bop, cack, cack, or whatever. The, the noises you're supposed to make. And I was like, no one could do that. And then a room of 20 people were like, bop, cack, cack. And it's like, just come the fuck on. Really? <laughs> And then, like, I turned. You did I, go to like a famous dance studio. Oh yeah, studio. yeah. I, we went to not the one I should have been doing. No, yet. you should have found like some podunk studio in like outer East Silver Lake, and yeah. been like, hey, so I'm gonna take this class with old ladies and started there. Yeah, you should have like, to a Zumba class at the Y. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought I was getting into. No. Instead, I'm doing this, and it's running late because famous choreographers are filming for YouTube. Yeah, and then me, you know, that's how like that's the level yeah. of. I just love that you told me about it, and I am not a dancer, and I fucking watched that YouTube channel yeah. fucking religiously, and I was like, oh, you went there? You no. Might, you might be able to see me in the background <laughs> watching the dancers going, oh, fuck, no. Yeah, I'm just shitting on, so that's the other thing, is that like the whole time I shit on like dancers and dancing, and then at a certain point I went... Why I'm shitting on it just because I can't do it. Because like, <laughs> like, it was like, dancing is stupid. And then my brain was like, well, why? And I was like, well, because... Shut up. I don't, yeah. I can't do it. So why does it matter? <laughs> I just get mad. I'm, je- I'm jealous. It's the same you know? way I feel about running. Yeah. Well, I can do that. I can't. My I, knees are shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. My, knee, yeah. my knees aren't doing great. But it was just... It was infuriating. And I realized... Uh, you know how you play video games... And, like, you can max out skills on certain things. On my life, I've really maxed out, like, charisma. And that's it. All the other physical that's attributes. That's a good one to have, though. Yeah, I like, like uh, that you said that as if we play video games. I don't know. Or, you know, <laughs> Dungeons & Dragons. Or Oh, yeah, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> I like I'm, I'm trying to think of an equivalent because I do know what you're talking yeah. about. I, know I like that mean. earlier in the podcast I went to translate fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> nerd. And now I'm like, okay, like Dungeons and Dragons guys? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, where your charisma has taken you as far as it can possibly go and now you gotta get the rest on judo chops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, according to Australians, uh, that's not correct. <laughs> Cut that out. Not that it was offensive. Just That's that it was not bad. a judo chop. This, <laughs> this is, is a, a judo chop. Fire madness. Fire madness. Fire madness. 
I threw out my neck yesterday blow drying my hair. 